Recorded during the Plague Year 2021, this is the Andromeda Minute, a show where Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays we go over one minute of Robert Wise's all-too-timely 1971 techno-thriller, The Andromeda Strain, one minute of screen time per episode. I'm one of your hosts, Jim O'Kane of TVDads.com. And this is Peter Regan. I know I keep, I, I know I say a different fra- way of explaining who I am every time, Jim. <clears throat> so let's see, I'll say this time, still longtime friend, still, yeah. re- still retired, and uh, still running uh, Airbnb vacation rental in Dahlonega, Georgia guy. It's the world is just your holiday every time, every week. <laughs> every, you know, when I wake up in the morning, I give the alarm clock the thumbs up, then I jump out of bed. <laughs> It's great to be you. It is. Uh, I, I, if I could just have a mirror follow me around all the time. But Karen then says that would be arrogant. Who knows? Yeah. No, no. You're the humblest guy I know. Thank you. I, I, you know, that's what you tell me. Yeah. I, don't know. I appreciate wow. you saying that, and I actually believe it. Wow. Well, we're here we are in the basement of the science lab. Uh, the <laughs> We're looking at uh, Dr. Levitz uh, did, did her... Uh, her well, gentlemen, here we are thing, and this is a, yes. this is a great minute of lots of lots of chatting and lots of lots of background music. The music really gets cranked up in this minute. It does the um, heartbeat. Uh, I mean, the way it ramps up, you could tell that uh, Bobby was looking. Uh, when I say Bobby, I mean the director, because <clears throat> I want to ramp up the the tension here. So I want the music to start coming to the forefront, as opposed to the back front. And by the way, I noticed. How you know how you name this minute um, a crystalline structure? Yes, as opposed to um, halls to what? Yeah, I mean to what? Yeah, I mean <laughs> he just. Uh, why are you in the room? Why are he, he you? He he's every time there's a meeting, he zones. He completely zones out. <laughs> I was like saying, and... "Hey, Doc, why did you go back to the patients? Because uh, you're really bringing <laughs> nothing to the table here." Uh, hey, you go, know, go, go feed a baby. Yeah, it's, right. Am I? And you, she should have turned to me. And go look. I'm not here to educate you on how this stuff works. I'm here to, to come up with a solution. So if you don't mind, yeah. I, I was talking to the other gentleman, not you. Yeah, the grown-ups are, are talking. Yeah, shush. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you go <laughs> clench your fist again, like you did in the conference room, to yourself? Yeah. Go go sit next to the uh, the bomb shut off. That would right. be the thing to do. Right. Yeah. But now the, the music at second 26, I mean, you could tell now it's being, it's, it's really is coming up to speed here. And uh, it is an interesting minute because um, I remember, I remember this uh, watching this in the movie theater. And of course, being a relatively young 11 year old, uh, I, when I saw it dividing, <clears throat> I said, well, that doesn't seem good. Uh, I, I did not understand at the time that the difficulty of it being uh, divided in a vacuum uh, was unusual. Yeah, but you know, think of think of if you had uh, a petri dish at you know out in outer space in a vacuum, then you go, oh, that's that's why it it shouldn't be doing that because if you were out there trying to uh, reproduce, it wouldn't you know nothing would happen. So the fact that it lives in a vacuum is amazing. Right. Of course, it is a it is a space disease. So you, you'd think they would have figured that out. Well, um, at the very least, you know, maybe they, if they spent less time explaining to Hall what's going on and spent more time figuring this out. Yeah, uh, it, 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 if it weren't physics one hundred and one class, you know, I know that Hall or Stone is probably a, a professor and has to teach a couple of seminars at Berkeley every once in a while. But uh, the when's the last time yeah, he had a to crack maintain at intro to maintain. To 
Right to maintain uh, tenure, right? Is that how that? Would yeah, work? exactly. You have to you have to come up with something, publish a bunch of papers, you know, go do a couple of Senate hearings and things. Um, I, I notice in this how much expensive uh, government equipment is. Last time we saw, they had a, 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 a one of the electron microscopes, but I noticed they've got another one just kind of parked in the corner that isn't even inside of one of their vacuum chambers, so it's entirely useless. I mean, I guess if they wanted to look at their, you know, the credit cards in their wallet and see what a what the uh, the magnetic stripe is on the back of their credit card. But were there? Uh, I would think in 1971 they did not have magnetic stripes yet. No, that's true. So I mean, unless it was top technology that they were looking at, maybe it's alien technology. But, they, not, but they don't have their wallets with them. They left them in the lockers up on level one, so they've got they, nothing to even look at. Exactly. I'll yeah. tell you a funny story. I just had a flashback to this. Remember um, Bank of New York? Yes. Yes. Well, <clears throat> when I lived in um, our original hometown, uh, or my original hometown of Osney, New York, I got one of the first uh, ATM cards. Wow. Because uh, I was a security guard at Bank of New York, and I filled out the application. I went into a bank, and I had to explain to them I handed them the um, application, what it was. And uh, the very first time I used it, the machine ate it. But that's not the point. <clears throat> there was a, uh, up in Croton, they had an ATM that was like in the middle of the parking lot, like the old photomat stores. Yes. So I went in, and at the time I had uh, my Plymouth Turismo. Is mm. I'm sure you recall. Yes, and I, I, that card. <laughs> I went and I went to withdraw money, and I looked out the window and I see the car. Apparently, I I had left the car in neutral running, but I had forgot to put the handbrake on, so I ran out to stop the car from rolling. And the problem was I had not taken the card or my money out of the ATM. Ah. So the door locks, and I can't get back in, and there's the money in my card in the machine. And uh, <laughs> I guess at the time, since the, the whole concept was so new, now what they do is they would take the money back in to the machine, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, or, or, and I had to wait there. And we're talking about it being at 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock at night. Who knows? It was at night. And yes. uh, I had to wait there for someone to come because I didn't. I was poor at the time, so I didn't have credit cards. Uh, and I certainly didn't have a credit card with a magnetic stripe. And I had to wait yeah. for somebody to come to unlock the door so I could go in and get my money in the card. And I had to explain wow. to them. The guy pulls up, and I had to explain to him what was going on. Like, all right, the, it's the old, I've left my card in the ATM machine. But it was a more trusting time. And apparently, he, um, he believed me and got out and let me into the, um, into the kiosk to go get my awesome. money. To get my money in my card. But I'm not sure how that's relevant to this minute. Well, you know, it's just it just shows you what the past was like. The seventies was a were a hard time. Eighties, eighties. Don't don't. Is it? The, it must have been the eighties because I was, uh, I had the Turismo. In the seventies, I had the the Ford Torino. So yeah, well, back back there during the yeah during during this whole this whole time the whole uh, yeah no the, cell the phones. time of our growing yeah no, no cell no, phones yeah no internet or I would have called you Jim what yeah. should I do. 
Yeah, I mean, imagine trying to do a podcast. Of course, there were no uh, podcasts back then, but it's, you know, if there, there were, those were times when you thought of questions and you couldn't answer them by Googling them. You right. Know, you just wonder. Yeah, and you, now yeah. we can look the answers up and half the time it's made up, but at least now we do have the answers. So yeah, well, <clears throat> well yes, it, but we are seeing the beginnings of it all here. We're seeing computer animation. That, that animation there on the wall is done by a computer, and you know it was very expensive for Robert Wise to do stuff like this. So he uh, uh, he made sure it was on the screen, center stage the whole time while we're watching this minute as the uh, as the cell expands. Hey, a question uh, for you at second forty one, right? Um, forty one. Okay. Yes, Levitt comes into the room, right? Yes. And at this point, she goes, yes, uh, re they were explaining why it's able to grow in a vacuum because she found uh, no growth in any of the samples. No, so, no growth. Yeah. Right. But she did. Remember, I mean, she had the. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, there was one. Yeah, there was. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe she skipped that one where it said I, no growth in that, that whole red said, blinking light. Right. She I thought she said she was going to go back. And look at additional samples. That's where uh, the, he had the, the clenched fist with her. Yeah, uh, and, you know, the other part of that is, though, she might have been looking at earlier data. This might Maybe it didn't have any growth when she first looked at it, but then now it's got a couple of more cells. So it, this could be just something that changed over the past couple of hours. Hmm. Um, I do have a question about, speaking of 70s technology, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. As we're looking at those TV sets, they're very obviously based on the uh, the toroidal shape of the monitor. Those are Sony Trinitrons. They're they they've blocked out with a little piece of black tape. They've blocked out the word Sony at the base of the monitors. Did you ever have a Sony uh, Trinitron? I oh my god. I don't know. I do remember no? buying no. a as I think I've told you in a previous minute a gigantic tv up in vermont that had a picture within picture that only yeah. used one time i uh, i would have to go back and look at my purchase notes of the last 40 years to see oh, what okay I, what i <laughs> what i purchased i'm assuming you did well no i i, I never had the tr trinitrons were way too expensive they were like twice the price or three times the price but they were a beautiful picture for the time I, no in I'm that like, case i'm sure i didn't have it i mean yeah, i got had, I, I got a hand-me-down. Uh, I hand-me-down from my parents. Uh, TVs that still look like furniture, like Magnavox. Well, I, yeah, I had uh, I had J.C. Penney's black and white 13-inch sets that were, you know, I could afford it on my Radio Shack salary. I could buy a small TV that I could just, you know, have in my lap. I was I was into laptop-sized television screens back before that was before there were laptops. Uh, you, uh, I, my, I'll, I'll tell you a funny story. Uh, do you know? Not to brag. Uh, but I was Paperboy of the Year uh, in 1974. And wow. I know. Uh, I still have the, uh, I can look over my shoulder and I still see the article my <laughs> wife put into a shadow box for me, which Isn't is a, tri nice? wow. yeah, a tribute to myself, uh, which, yes. you know, uh, that's, I'll take a photo and take. Uh, that, uh, no, well, we should put it up on the site. Yes. Uh, I will. I'm sure everyone will watch it. Yeah. What I won was, what happened was they were celebrating the bicentennial two years in advance ah, okay and if you got 76 new customers on your paper route you got a 10 inch diagonal general electric television wow I, I know and what happened was my paper route already had like 90 percent um 
Yeah, the, you're, you're satur- you had a saturated market. Thank you. Everybody, Thank you. Was, everybody was signed up. Right. So I reread the, um, the rules, and I went into the circulation department to meet with Wayne Gorski. And I go, Wayne, nowhere does it say here that the new customers have to be on my route, correct? He goes, yeah, that's correct. I go, so you guys get like these welcome wagon leads in here, don't you? He goes, we do. I go, and you don't have anyone calling them. So could I come in here after school and, and call these leads? And he goes, sure. <laughs> so wow. I, I end up getting, surpassing the 76. Thank you. Uh, I got 105. And I got my 10-inch diagonal General Electric color television. And this thing, I still have. Uh, really? Yes, because I refuse. I need a to... picture of that, too. Okay, we need to illustrate this particular article. I refuse uh, to throw it out, even though back in college, <laughs> I went away for a weekend, and George Penny, who you know, uh, broke yes, your it. your roommate. Apparently, what they, oh. he, had, he had a party, and he denies it to this day, but I know he's lying. Uh, <laughs> I hope he's listening right now. I, I'm sure we should confront him. Uh, I went to try and get it fixed, but the guy goes, it's beyond being fixed because uh, it still had um, tubes. Yeah. A- and what happened? Wow. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is, it's funny. It is, I got to measure it. It's the size of, it's larger than a small microwave. Okay. Wow. The, the thing is uh, encapsulated the screen. It, it probably uh, weighs a ton. It does weigh a ton. Uh, and I refuse to get rid of it. And Karen goes, why do you have that old, uh, and I won't use any verbiage, but it's not flattering how she refers yeah. to it, in the um, in, in the closet. I go, first off, that's my legacy. Okay? That's my <laughs> acknowledgement that I was a good salesperson before I knew I was going to be a salesperson. Yes. If, you ha- if you had 10 of you when you were running uh, hotels across the country, you could have conquered the world. Right. Thank you for asking. Yeah. Thank you for mentioning that. Uh, but the, I still have, it's a, I remember the, the um, coming back from wherever I was, and I went to go turn the TV on because we used to watch uh, General Hospital. Ah. Uh, and I was the only person in the dorm with a color TV. Uh, so you could watch Luke and Laura get married they right were, there in your dorm. They were on the run uh, when we were, um, and you know, most people unfortunately listening to this will not know what we're talking about. Which is, uh, of course, well, we're not. We're, we're we're going for a niche market here, anyway. People, people, people in the know will understand Luke yeah. and Laura and being it, on the run and, and and Herb Alpert and Rise and all that. Yeah. Right, right. And if you don't, shame on you for not embracing Americana. Uh, yeah. But uh, I can later, uh, it, it's, um, uh, my dogs are excited to, uh, that I'm going to go to the uh, uh, shed and find the TV. Uh, but no, I do ah. have, I have that TV. I will take it out of the shed. I'll take photos of it for you. And, this is the uh, kind of thing people tune in for. I understand that. Yes. <laughs> Wow, but you brought up the TV, and I suddenly... I know, I know. You you know, you, you, you pick up what I'm throwing. That's oh, great. I, are you I, kidding I, me? I appreciate it. And, and, and I'm laughing to myself. I remember uh, going with my dad to the circulation department to pick the TV up. And it was in a gigantic box that we had to put in the backseat of the, um, the Torino. Because at the time, he still drove the Torino. Drive home, and 
I brought the TV into the basement where I had my un own unofficial um, living lair. area. Right, yeah. my lair, Regan's lair. And yeah. the f I turned it on, and the first show I saw on my brand new General Electric color 10-inch diagonal TV was with Chad Atkins <clears throat> when he was a, a, a Sheriff Lobo. Ah. Uh. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yes, yes, Chet Atkins. No. Yeah, well, what am uh, I? What am I, Doctor Chet? What am I, Doctor yeah. IMDb? He had this well, very. He had a short-lived TV show, uh, Sheriff Lobo. Yeah, the misadventures of Sheriff Lobo. Really? Is that what it was called? Yeah, yeah, I remember NBC. Yeah, no one likes and the show. And it's Claude Akins. It's not Chet Atkins. What? Chet Atkins was the guitar player. Uh, I, 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 I just I, I didn't want to interrupt the story. It's just it's one of those things. Keep going, keep going, Claude Akins. <laughs> So that was the I turned the TV on and that was the first show I saw on my 10-inch diagonal General Electric Color television. It's in, ingrained in your memory. It's, it is it's fantastic. And all uh, this from a piece of tape on a Trinitron monitor in a in a movie from 1971. See the the stories that are still within you, Peter, amaze me. I know, and uh, I'll be delighted. Um, it's raining here right now. Uh, later on, I will take uh, photos of the TV for you. And I probably Very should good. I should send one to George going. I still have the TV that you broke when we were yeah. so, when we were sophomores in college. Thanks as for nothing. As long as you have closure, that's that's important. No, 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 no. Closures <laughs> uh, for coffins, as you would say. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, exactly. No, I mean uh, he, he he denies like the TV broke itself. Uh, yeah. And what he used to do is have a bunch of people over, and uh, you know back then we were allowed to drink beer because the drinking yeah. age was eighteen, and I'm sure. Some Yahoo spilt beer at the back of the TV. Yeah, well, that was the end of your, your prize-winning TV. Yeah, thanks for nothing. Um, uh. <laughs> you know, but look, to your point. Ma uh, yeah, Mario Hooligan from uh, Caddyshack. <laughs> right, uh, right. Thanks right. for nothing. <laughs> yeah, see, again, you, uh, funny story. I made some obscure movie reference the other day. Uh, when I was in the car with my wife, and I made the mistake of turning to her because she didn't get it. And I said, Jim would have gotten that if we were driving together. And she goes, well, Mary, maybe you should go marry Jim. I go, oh. Yeah, see, you're trying to just drive a, drive a wedge between me and Karen. That's all, that, <laughs> that's all this is about. <laughs> no. What I do is I amped it up saying, no, it's too late. He's already married. All right, so it's you and me, okay? Yeah, but, but there no, we are, and we and we we're just taking apart a movie. It's it's okay. It's, who knew this this movie would create such division? Such just, uh, yeah. But uh, anyway, look, that's to your point. I'm not sure how that's relevant to this minute. No, well, we, you know, we did look at what happens with CRTs. And somebody had a, you know, you know how heavy your your television was. Imagine whoever had a lug. Who who had to lug all these uh, all these television sets down to level five? Well, and, uh, I'm sure they had the movie grips were involved. Were they? Yeah. <laughs> and by the well, way, they, they keep later on. I can I'll grab a scale, and I will measure. Um, I will weigh my General Electric 10 inch color TV. Uh, and yeah. Because it, it has a handle on the top. But I don't trust that handle anymore. It's like one of those. Oh, okay. So you got to pick it up from the bottom. Yeah. yeah, I think so. I think so. Wow. But, uh, but uh, anyway, very good. Good men generated a lot of topicality here. Not nothing to do with the movie, but yeah, it just no, no, no. This, it's it's fun. These were the t these were yeah these were the times. These right. were the times that we lived in, and this is all part of what we're watching on TV on on this movie screen. 
Yes. And, you know, there is a good there is a good chance that you watch the Andromeda strain on that TV. It probably showed at least one time, and you said, "I'm going to watch this today because I like this movie." Yes, I did like the movie. I, I don't recall uh, ever seeing it on TV, uh, but I'm sure it was mm-hmm. on WPIX or WOR yeah, one or of, one, one of those. those yeah, one of those cable million dollar movie things. And uh, I I'm just. Uh, yeah, oh, and the other thing that we were not, you know, nothing to do with what we've just been talking about was th- this minute, I think, has the most split diopters of any of the minutes. Everybody's on either side of the screen and there are two different focal lengths and we're just looking at them both in focus. There's that scene with Paul and Stone where Stone can't believe he's looking in a vacuum. And then there's one where... Uh, where Levitt is looking over Stone's shoulder and she's in focus and Stone's in focus. It's just, you know, Robert Wise had, he had that lens and he wanted to do it this way. Yes. So he and did. he got, and of course we're ramping up the tension here. So yeah, you got a lot so going we, on. Th- there's got to be a big denouement coming out. So uh, anyway, we'll, we'll get there. Uh, let's do that on Wednesday. We'll, we'll talk about the big scene on Wednesday. Um, Pete, Peter, would you like to promote your uh, your venture? Of you business? know, I'm going to, uh, to your point, I, I took your recommendation. I am going to buy the new URL, hideawayhavens.com. But for now, it's DeLonigahideawayhavens.com. And uh, I'm, I told Jim I'm going to come up with a call to action here, which I will roll out this Friday. It's going to be very exciting. The dogs are excited. I'm excited. We're all excited. It's going to be yeah. Uh, it's going to be a, a great call to action, which will incent people to stay with us, and preferably with a lot of money. Uh, yeah, but, I think I think that that always works, and they'll meet Luna and Apollo. They will. It, it depends on which vacation rental. Uh, yes, there's. It was very funny because we had one guest stay at, at the uh, carriage house hideout, and they go, "Our disappointment being here for four days was that we never met Luna and uh, Apollo." And I'm like going. Uh, yeah, my disappointment is every morning when they're barking at, <clears throat> you know, 6 a.m. that they got to go out. They go, really? Yeah. You guys can't wait? Uh, <laughs> but uh, they're, uh, they are the true ambassadors of Hideaway Havens. I, I, I think so, definitely. And, you know, I, I think you'd probably let people have Luna and Apollo overnight if they want to let them out at 6 o'clock in the morning. Well, you know. we, we try to keep all the rentals hyper- was that hyper uh, hyperallergenic? Thank yeah. you, thank you. So, and these well, guys, you know, we vacuum them uh, on a regular basis. I, I tell you, I took a Luna to the car wash, and I was vacuuming him, and the, a state trooper was parked next door. And he started laughing, uh, but you know what? <clears throat> he gets the job done. You vacuum yeah, the yeah. dog, boom, you're good for at least <laughs> six hours of no hair in my face. That's but, awesome. Yeah. No, I, 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 as an owner of a corgi, I feel your pain. There is, yes. it, the hair is everywhere. It just, you can't stop it. it uh. Anyway, well, that, please visit Jelanaga Hideaway Haven, soon to be Hideaway Havens on your, dot com on your, on your web. Hopefully you, you'll get it before somebody snipes your uh, domain and then starts charging you thousands to, yeah. that night. All right, I'll do so it. Today. I'll do it today. Get it. Get on that, yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, we'll be back uh, on Wednesday to talk further. Something about a movie that we've been watching. Uh, but, yeah, we'll get there on Wednesday and uh, and chat with you more. In the meantime, do the three things we always recommend to keep this plague uh, at bay or get make it go away. Uh, please wash your hands for 20 seconds, uh, wear a mask, and stay six feet apart from people you're not living with. Uh, we'll see you here next time on the Andromeda Minute.
very flattering. We don't know much more than when we got here. 